Welcome to Talking Giants. I'm your host, Bob Skinner, here with my co-host, Justin Pennick, presented by John Boy Media. Justin, we got another player profile preview today. We're going to start on offense with third-year NFL guy. Hasn't missed a snap in two years. Second-round pick of Dave Gettleman, Will Hernandez. Justin, Will Hernandez, six foot two, 327 pounds, like a hog molly, 25 years old. He was picked with the 34th overall pick in the second round of the 2018 NFL Draft, Justin. And he has been a mainstay ever since. Yeah, the YouTube crowd gets to see that I'm wearing my Hog Molly shirt. Um, go subscribe to the YouTube if you're on the podcast app and you want to see our beautiful faces. Yes, but Will Hernandez, third year. Um, I think third year is should be a pretty big jump year for Will Hernandez. We were expecting that second year in 2019 to be that big jump year for Will Hernandez. But when you're playing next to John Jalapio and a struggling Nate Solder, um, it could very much be a part of why a player doesn't take that big jump. But nevertheless, you love what you see out of Will Hernandez in a lot of different situations, but he also has to work on some things. So, um, Bobby, there's not really a lot of facts for offense alignment. Oh, no, well, fun fact. Let's talk about the fun fact for Will Hernandez. Our guy, Ruben Vargas, interviewed him. Zonas Gigantes. Zonas Gigantes. And Will Hernandez did the entire interview in Spanish, so he's fluent in Spanish. I put I, I kind of said it over and over again this offseason about Will Hernandez and the strength cartel. He goes to that gym in California, and it's on Most Hated Boulevard. He goes there with John Jalapio, him and John Jalapio, the strength cartel brothers. Um, but I, I wanted to say and give another shout-out to Ruben. Did that interview, interacts with the fans. Will Hernandez, super nice guy. Um, root free in 2020. But, Bobby, let's kind of talk about He also his found out that Nick Gates was one training there with Hernandez and training at center, so... Good, right. on, good on, Ruben. That's right. All right, so with Hernandez, obviously, like I said before, started all 32 games uh, of his career so far. We were expecting a huge jump for him in year two, and we didn't really see it, Justin. He had some struggles, and a lot of it was on, one, him and Nate Solder were so bad at picking up stunts. I mean, it was terrible, and I actually put more of that blame on Solder because there'd be times where Hernandez would pass off the stunt, and Solder just like want to be ready for it. So I, I don't know if it was trust or what, but they were really bad at that. And then Hernandez just initially kind of got beat by some guys with some quick hands where he was trying to maul guys and knock guys out. He had uh, guys who would beat him with quick hands. That being said, I don't really look at Hernandez's 2019 as like, oh, this guy was a liability. It's just that he didn't like jump into what we thought he was going to be in year two. Yeah, um, some things that you absolutely love about Will Hernandez is the play strength. I I almost wish that he was a center, Bobby, because that's the kind of anchor and that's the kind of strength that we need coming from the interior line, interior part of our line. So I you gotta love the play strength. You gotta love how he finds work. I actually kind of want to give you a second to talk about that too, because one of the funnest parts of watching this offensive line is Will Hernandez where maybe for a second, if he doesn't have work directly in front of him, if he doesn't have a defensive tackle or a blitzing linebacker directly coming at him, and he has to find work, oh boy, grab on, you know, grab onto your straps here, you know, grab onto your seatbelts, because he's going to go, and he's going to try to lay someone out, either that the center's, ha- center's taken care of, or either that the left tackle, and, he, and, and he's taking care of an edge rusher. He's going to try and lay someone out in pass protection, so um, him finding work, um, and then it leads to some funny gifs. It's, it leads to some funny clips that you can be like, "Ooh, good hit, Will." I do, I do love those. I really do. But Justin, I was watching the Patriots' offensive line 
and some things they were doing. I can't even remember why, but this was like a few months ago. And there's something they do that, as, as fun as those gifts are, I think Will Hernandez needs to stop doing that. Now, at least early in the play, because he, he like any other normal person, loves to lay people out. But what's happening is he is staying near the line of scrimmage when he doesn't have work. And what's happening is he's looking for a guy to lay out. So, but one guy might be getting beat and he's not deep enough. So something the Patriots do is if you don't have work, they tell you on the interior offensive line, center and guard, get depth, get back. That way when someone gets beat, then you are the second line of defense. And him and Jalapio didn't do that at all. Where they, there'd be, you know, Solder would be getting beat. And Hernandez is helping Jalapio with a double team that doesn't really need it. He's just holding, he's yeah. putting one hand on it. So that's something I want to see them do. Hopefully that's something Colombo will instill in them where, and that helps against stunts. You know, you're more ready when you have more depth. I'm not saying you got, you back up into your QB, but just be ready for work instead of trying to go and get these layout plays. I sometimes see guards, and I don't know if this is on the Patriots specifically, but as you were saying, going and getting depth. I sometimes see guards, you'll see left guards, if they get that depth, if they see that something's happening on the right side and on the other side of the line and the right tackle's losing their battles, some of those guards will sometimes go over, they'll kind of pull across the line of scrimmage, and they'll help out on that right side. So right. I feel like that's a... Nelson does that really well. Quentin Nelson does that really well. Yeah, that's probably who I saw do it pretty well. So um, Yeah, so just more more in-play awareness. Okay, always be looking for... Like, waiting for guys to make mistakes. Do that instead of... Listen, I love getting those layout hits. They're some of the, they're the funnest thing in football. But you kind of... When you're looking for the highlights instead of actual, like, good play, you can get yourself in trouble. And the Giants got themselves in trouble. Um, luckily with Hernandez, though, uh, and I put out a clip and somebody made a good point on this, is that even when they he would get beat initially, he had really good recoverability. Like... He's someone, if you beat him initially, he would get back and, and do a good job recovering and sometimes even, like, lay dudes out with it. And he has a QB in Jones where my man does just pressure doesn't affect him. So if you're not totally grabbing onto Jones, it doesn't really matter. So his recoverability is something that is really good. And with Andrew Thomas next to him, who that's one of his biggest uh, qualities is recoverability, hopefully they can get some kind of groove there and we have our left tackle, left guard for the next 10 years. Yeah, I think that goes back to the play strength point is that maybe if you're beat initially, and I think one of Will Hernandez's uh, weaknesses heading into, well, no, his one of his one of the weak spots of his game in 2018, his rookie year, was the fact that he had trouble adjusting to the speed of the game. He went to that small school, so you saw a lot of these quicker interior defensive linemen, especially when they're putting these rips and these swim moves, and it's quick little moves. Will Hernandez had a hard time, at least at the beginning of the season, adjusting to that. Think he did better, Bobby? Because we, again, we just talked about his recoverability, and it goes to the sh his main strength that is his play strength. But I still feel maybe not so much the speed of the game still got some, and the speed of the game is going to get to everybody once in a while. But like you said, those mental errors and getting oh, you know, down the awareness of the game, those mental errors, communication with your left tackle center, and I'm not able to measure just how much that is. He was impacted by center and left tackle because even last year, Bobby, there were some plays that there's just head scratchers. Like, what do you do when Will Hernandez? So, yeah, that's that's kind of like it's kind of like where I am. We need better center left tackle play to help Will Will Hernandez out. The play strength is there, and let's screw up those mental errors. Going forward, I'm excited. Like we have yeah. Will Hernandez and Andrew Thomas. Those guys should be together for their entire careers. And 
you know, we'll see what happens with Nick Gates. I mean, you could have, uh, you know, and maybe Parrot. Like, there could be four guys on this roster. Hell, you even have Lemieux. Like, you could, we could have that offensive line that we so much craved that we had from those Super Bowl runs where it's like they played the most consecutive games together. I'm not predicting these guys never have any injury. But we could have that five where it's like, this is our offensive line, and this is our offensive line for the long term. We could have those five guys, and I'm like 100% confident that we have those two guys with Thomas and Hernandez on the left side. Yeah. Yeah, I'm ready to ready to rock and roll with them. Um, I know just some numbers that I included in Kevin Zeitler's episode as well. Um, I included his holding calls. Uh, Kevin Zeitler only had one. Will Hernandez did have four. Um, the Giants in 2019 ran up the middle 63% of the time, up the middle slash guard. And I know fans love to complain about how much you know Pat Shermer ran up the middle. That was the seventh most in the National Football League. But Jason Garrett and their off and his offense, he's going to bring that down a little bit. Dallas in 2019 ran up the middle about 50% of the time, middle and guard, and kind of equally spread out from there on out, running towards the right tackle, right end left tackle, left end, et cetera, et cetera. So there's going to be less pressure, at least in the run game, that's put on Will Hernandez. Uh, he spurted some big runs in Dallas, that 56, 59-yard run that uh, Saquon had in Dallas. Uh, that was uh, that was up Will Hernandez's hole, um, and he also had some other good runs. Um, so, yeah, Bobby, exciting things. Big things for Will Hernandez. Big things for Andrew Thomas. Big things for this offensive line. Hopefully we can get that continuity like we had when we won those Super Bowls. Yeah. And Hernandez, he's a mauler. He's a mean dude. He's out there at work. He's a defender of the QB. I love Hernandez. Um, and I'm looking forward to seeing how he grows in this year with Mark Colombo. All right, let's take a break. Come on, pay attention in there. Let's go. We got a beautiful day. Work. Play fast. Play fast. Whoa. Ah. All right, let's take a look at Dexter Lawrence. Justin, he's six foot four, three hundred and forty-two pounds, twenty-two years old, coming off of his rookie year where he was the seventeenth overall pick in the first round. Obviously, a part of the Odell Beckham Jr. trade, Jabril Peppers, the third-round pick that ended up being O'Shane Zimenez, and Dexter Lawrence. Justin Lawrence had some highs and some mediums in his rookie year. There was really no lows, um, but they're also like. They're the Tampa game you got super excited about, but besides that, I don't remember myself like jumping for joy for Dexter Lawrence. What do you got on the cat? Well, I think that comes with the position, Bobby, which I don't even know if I want to get into that whole conversation. It's a good thing that we have a lot of defensive tackles, but um, what I have in terms of fun facts about Dexter Lawrence, crazy that he's 22. I'm 22. I'm older than Dexter Lawrence. Let that sink in. What am I doing with my life besides talking about the Giants? In high school, Bobby, he was 340 pounds, supposedly. This is what I need to we need to we need to point this out. He's only two pounds like heavier right now than he was in high school. As an 18-year-old graduating high school, 340 pounds, and he ran a five-second 40. That's crazy. It's bananas. A little slow, don't you think? No, well, if you're running a for a 340-pounder in high school. I know, I know. You're being sarcastic. Yeah. Um, yeah, he was he was good for us. Um, he had 38 tackles, three tackles for a loss, two and a half sacks, nine QB hits, which is pretty good. Just he played 63% of the snaps for the year. Now, this, the beginning of the season, it started around 50%, and then you got up as high as like, you know, 80 plus percent. Really, where he was in the meat of the season was around 75% of the snaps. So, yeah. three, you know, three 70. out of every four plays. So, I was on the field, you know, quite a bit. 
Justin, he did a solid job. Like I said, the Tampa game, I mean, he was a disruptor. Blocked a field goal, had a tackle for a loss, had a sack in that game. Was just a beast. And it just seemed like as it went on, you kind of the more you forgot about him. Now, when you had Dalvin, like Dalvin Thomason was definitely benefiting from having him. And you add Leonard Williams, like Dalvin Thomason seemed to be the beneficiary from that. But every time I would pop on film and watch Lawrence, I would be impressed. It was just there wasn't the flashy plays. I get that he plays at a position that's not going to have a ton of those. Yeah. But I would like to see Lawrence in year two pop off the screen a little bit more than what he did this year. Yeah, that's that is the thing that when you're playing as a three four defensive end, it is tough to make the flashy plays because you're trying to fill a gap for our linebackers to make some plays. I think that's kind of like the bread and butter of that system. Uh, but obviously, he showed, and you know, all of our guys showed at some point, one way or another, that they can that they can make those flash, flashy plays. Um, besides, almost almost sack Leonard Williams. Oh, I had to throw that in there. There is too many stalemates at the line of scrimmage for me for Dexter Lawrence. Yeah. Like, even on one-on-one blocks, there's too many times where it just seemed like he was stalemated at the yeah. line of scrimmage. And a guy like him should be getting penetration on every single play. doesn't mean you're a disruptor on every play, but you should be getting that movement every single play. And we didn't really get that um, all the time from Lawrence. Now, like I said, there'd be games where, it's, where it did look like that, but I, I wanted to see on a, on a more consistent basis. That being said, he's at a rookie position where it's probably the biggest jump besides QB from um you know college to the NFL is that O line D line where it's yeah. like, okay, you're going from guys who are big and have some athleticism to big athleticism matched with grown man. And so I get that there's a jump there, but year two there should be a jump for Dexter Lawrence into that grown man bully ball. Uh uh or, or you know, at least eventually we need to see that bully ball from Dalvin to, yeah. or Dexter Lawrence. Yeah, so some more, a little bit more pass rush numbers. Five QB hurries, five QB knockdowns. We already mentioned the two and a half sacks. Already mentioned the nine QB hits. He had 15 pressures. Now, keep in mind, I'm looking at pro football reference. If you find where he has uh, X amount of pressures from pro football focus, they always overestimate QB pressures as opposed to pro football reference. So keep that in mind. Definitely want to see him get more pressure on the quarterback. I, I'm Bobby. I'm not even a person that's going to say I want to see more sacks out of Dexter Lawrence. I want to see more you don't pressure. Want to see more sacks out well, of Dexter Lawrence. I, I, for me to like fully evaluate his season, if he has one and a half sacks this season, but he puts I want fifteen sacks. Well, it's good for you know. My father has a saying: "It's good to want Bobby Skinner." Um, but if if he finished the season with one and a half sacks, but he puts. 25 pressures on the quarterback and he gets over maybe 15 quarterback hits i'm saying hey this is a really good sneaky season for dexter lawrence and i'm very happy about that so one of the things that actually the big thing that sticks out to me the most bobby skinner throughout the entire season sure maybe he got stalemated every once in a while by you know one-on-one solo you know just going up against offensive linemen and he didn't really do much in that regard but one of the things that one of the things that sticks out and this is particularly earlier in the season his pursuit and his motor. There was this one screenplay that he had against the Vikings where Dalvin Cook, it was one of those play-action screens where Kirk Cousins is floating to one sideline. He's floating the ball back to the opposite field where Dalvin Cook is catching a screen. Now, the play is going for a 20-yard gain, but Dexter Lawrence, 342-pound, <sighs> hustling downfield, chases down Dalvin Cook, makes the play, and it probably would have gone possibly for a touchdown or a safety would have been the last guy defense to make a tackle. So 
his pursuit, and you even see it in the run game, and you even see it sometimes yeah. when quarterbacks are holding onto the ball. He doesn't quit. He doesn't stop. So that's something that's good out of Dexter Lawrence. Yeah, he's got good pursuit. When he works stunts, he's very good at that. Um, for a guy as big as him, like that goes with pursuit. He's very good moving vertically across the offensive line. So, you know, those kind of plays, they, you know, sometimes they're a little longer developing, but he's pretty good at that. Now, here's here's what I'll ask you, Justin, and maybe we can finish on this. Rank one, two, three, Dalvin Tomlinson, Leonard Williams, Dexter Lawrence. It's actually funny because my follow-up question to you was going to be, if Dexter Lawrence balls out, would you mind not re-signing Dalvin Tomlinson? So this is actually interesting. So I'll answer this. I got to go Leonard Williams, got to number one, got to go Dalvin, number two, got to go Dexter Lawrence, number three. And it's not because it's not that I don't like anybody. That's just how I feel. I think Leonard Williams amplified everybody when he got here, including Dalvin Tomlinson, where Dalvin Tomlinson may have been the better all-around player once Leonard Williams got here. But you have to think, maybe that attention was given to Leonard Williams. His double team rate was probably definitely, oh, I'm saying this and I don't know. Leonard Williams' double team rate may have been slightly higher than Dalvin Tomlinson, but nevertheless, I put uh, Dexter Lawrence at number three. Yeah, I, I that's that's where I land too. Um, why well, I have Dalvin ahead of Leonard, but yeah, Dexter does number three for a guy picked you know first seventeenth. I hope he moves to that number one role. I really do. Yeah. I, I get that you know it's not even a knock on the other two. I just hope he moves into that number role, disruptor role, because I don't think Dalvin Thompson is ever going to be like top ten defensive tackle in the league. And Leonard Williams has kind of shown us who he is at this point of his career. Dexter Lawrence is the one who has that potential to be. Like the guy that teams like when they come to face the Giants defense, they'd be like, you better account for Dexter Lawrence in the middle. Like the way that we, when we play the Eagles, we think about Fletcher Cox. I want Dexter Lawrence to kind of have that role and hopefully he grows into it quicker than uh quicker or sooner rather than later. Yeah. And that's actually something from the preseason. I remember talking about this for Dexter Lawrence preseason last year where a lot of fans were saying, well, where is he? Where is he? Where is he? Where is he? And then you kind of break down the tape and I made a video that did somewhat well about, hey, Dexter Lawrence is getting double teamed. And he was getting double teamed. You know, maybe I think they they kind of let teams let their foot off the gas towards maybe the early part of the season. And that's why maybe he had some of his good plays towards the beginning of the season. Um, probably not, because like we said, Dexter Lawrence's pursuit and his motor, he doesn't give up even if there's multiple guys being thrown his way on a pull or anything like that. So Dexter Lawrence... Teams already recognize him as a force, and he's going to get double teamed, and you may be saying to yourself, well, where is he, where is he, where is he? He's getting doubled, and he's taking up that space. He's eating up that space, and he's doing a good job in that regard. Justin, I have the TV on mute right now, and it's going New York Liberty players to watch. One of them is scoring two points per game on 20% shooting. Why is she a player to watch? One and a half rebounds per game. It's a player to watch because it's bad. It's like, watch this player because she's bad. Key and nurse. All right. All right. Do you got anything else on Dex? Um, if he does go up to that number one spot, are you okay with saying well, number one spot in terms of the best like defensive tackle, defensive end on this team? Are you okay with letting Dalvin totally walk? I hate watching guys just totally walk. Um, <laughs> I'm serious. Like just letting him go for nothing. Yeah. I don't know. It, it's, I'm. I can envision being okay with Dalvin Thompson not being on the 2021 Giants roster, but letting him just totally walk. I don't know about that. I mean, maybe maybe we'll have Dalvin locked up before this episode even comes out because there's been talks about that. 
I thought you were actually talking when you said I hate seeing guys just walk. I actually thought that you were being sarcastic by saying I hate seeing guys just walk by physically walking. I do. I hate that too. <laughs> Move your ass. All right, that's an episode. We appreciate you guys. Appreciate you listening to these player profile previews. If you ever, hey, if, if someone's like, "What do you think of this player?" Be like, here, get ten minutes. Go yep. listen to Talking Giants. Ten minutes on Dexter Lawrence. What we think about this guy. We'll see you next time. Until then, let's go big blue. <laughs>